Welcome to apples and oranges. No, no fat. I'm cutting the fat. Enough, enough bits. Enough riffs. Enough goofing right up top. I'm not gonna do a long preamble before even getting to my name. I'm done with that. I just, I just. It's important for me that this show improves. That we we sort of go through a metamorphosis, and that you, our dear listeners, hear us kind of grow and change before your very ears. Um, and that's very important to me. And uh, oh yes, my name is Matt. And my name is Jack, and I'm going to spend the first 20 minutes doing bits, adding the fat, getting this nice and juicy for those listeners out there. Uh, no, this is actually a very serious podcast. I would never do such a thing. We keep it very yeah. serious. And the thing the thing about this podcast is that if you listen to it for laughs, you're coming to the wrong fucking place. Yeah, that's why we have the most serious guests we could we could wrangle. With us today is an amazing comedian, improviser, performer. Jess Algene. Hello. Uh, I'm deeply serious. Um, I'm not funny. And <laughs> I don't know who told you I was a comedian. Because um, that's not something I do. Mostly just um, mostly just serious stuff. Mm, taxes? Yeah, yeah. Things like taxes, um, cancer stuff, uh, burying people, um, saying eulogies for people I just buried. Because they died mm. from cancer, but they're right, actually excited stuff. to get it because of their taxes. Yeah, yeah, just kind of things like that. I see, I see. Well, this is uh, th- thank you for being here on this very serious episode. Uh, now, now, you folks, you fine folks at home, might be wondering uh, why so serious. And to that, I say, calm down, Joker. Uh, that wasn't a joke. I don't make jokes anymore. Um, you know what? I can't keep doing this. I can't keep. I can't keep living a lie. Nah, this is a funny podcast. Good. It's a funny podcast. We're here to laugh. We're here to make you laugh. Enough. <laughs> yeah, enough of this fucking charade. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. I should have stayed true to myself. And I'm especially sorry to our guest, Jess. Jess, I'm sorry for not being true to myself. You made me bury so many people. <laughs> so long with your ruse. I became so serious. But I guess I'll go back to giggling. I'm sorry you're complicit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what can you do? Uh, well, one, I, I, one. I was about to say one <laughs> thing we'd like to know uh, if you're if you're no longer busy bearing bodies, uh, and something we ask all of our guests is: Do you have any debate experience, whether it be formal, informal? Uh, you know, <laughs> um, definitely informal. I'd say uh, I argue with people regularly. Um, I. Gosh, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of what formal debate experience I have. I uh, none, I guess. Hmm. So no but, law school. Yeah, no law school for me. Though I think um, I, I do have a degree in acting, which I think a lot of people cross their fingers while you're doing that and and bring up law school as kind of a, a save, um, a, a a really disappointing amount. Um, so it's been floated by me a lot. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And do you have you ever taken that down with an informal argument, or you wouldn't even fathom? That's a hard one. Making a compelling case for why you should study acting, I feel like right now I'm even less. I'm like, yeah, no, maybe maybe this is probably the wrong major because I think everything I've accomplished as an actor, I could have accomplished with any other degree, and then I'd have a degree in something else. Um, so. I would lose that argument, I think. 
So it sounds like you're saying you'd want a degree in burying bodies. Uh, I feel like that's more of a trade. Maybe go to a trade school for that. But um, and I think people people undervalue trade schools. But I don't know. Definitely. Do, we, do we really want to get into the American education system, universities? I do. Serious. I think yeah. on this I comedy think, podcast, I do. I think that mm-hmm. trade schools are look the tricks of the trade. They're wily. I don't like trade schools. <laughs> what are they up to there? Go to an old school. No. And uh, what what I don't like about the trade schools is these these Wall Street traders going into schools and and passing off uh, you know one student for two and doing all these backdoor deals. Before you know it, a teacher's teaching a class with what one student. That's shady. It's true. It's true. And at what I, point uh, does it stop being a class and start being a hang? You know, mm. one student. I don't know. It's all a my friends. After. Well, it, it's it, it's a recipe, uh, and I, I experienced firsthand. All my friends were dividends. <laughs> my friends were ETFs and dividends in school. There's too much trading, folks. I'm going to save my debate prowess for the debates themselves, and I've actually got two topics for you two. Oh, my God, uh, on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, on this very serious pod. Uh, Matt... You're going to be debating in favor of an app or website of your choice. Mm. And Jess, you're going to be debating Matt's app or website with a child, a child's toy of your choice. And I'll sort of vamp before, uh, you know, Matt, you can do your opening first once you have your, your, your selection locked in. But, you know... This is sort of a question we couldn't ask the we haven't had a gen alpha on this pod yet, but this would be one in the same. Excuse we almost me. had a gen alpha. Almost. Oh, I guess we did. Gen alpha's people who are born in uh what, two thousand five? Later, like two thousand twelve. Really? How, why did you almost have a gen alpha on the show? We thought it would be fun for we thought- <laughs> We thought it would be fun for the 12th episode. Let's have a 12-year-old on. Oh, and for the first 11 episodes, you had people of varying ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. We yeah, thought it would be sort of cute in a very uh, in a very 12-centric way. And then he uh, said uh, penis, and a- his parents uh, thought he wouldn't go to college for that. Well, uh, that's probably true. I-, I hope he doesn't go to college, but that's back to that prior conversation. Mm. Mm. Um, so I'm at, I'm episode twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this, this is episode uh twelve. No, this is episode sixty-one. The big six-one. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was not um, the contract. Who were the eleven people that you thought of before me? Just kidding. Well, well, let's see. <laughs> uh, well, we reached out to uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, that's there. <laughs> ben Shapiro. Uh, he's bigger than me. <laughs> For whatever yeah. reason. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, The Rock. Ben Shapiro okay. again. Yeah, already having someone back a second time before giving to me is pretty insulting. The rest <laughs> I, I'm okay with, because those are all pretty big names. I'm crazy yet, honestly. He but... has to come back! He has to come back! Oh, we also got Tom Holland and all his friends. Whoa. Yeah, it's like not that many of them. Like you'd think he'd be a pretty popular guy, but actually he has a really just small supportive group. 
Oh, but the Spawn but Mighty. That's great. Yeah, Which that is great. Screw up Tom Holland. <laughs> I I speaking of 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 small but mighty. Um, I got a I got a, a, a rather mighty uh, debate right here. I'm going to be arguing in favor of uh, well the finest app uh, this world's ever seen, mm-hmm. and of course I'm talking about Doodle Jump. Oh. Doodle wow. Jump is a classic of the early days of the iPhone and iPod Touch. Um, it holds up to this very day. Uh, it's simple, but it has all sorts of fun add-ons. Uh, you sort of can get out of it whatever you want. You truly don't have to be paying attention if you don't want to. Um, and if you want to pay attention, you can go really far, and you can do all, do all little power ups and do the and get the different themes and whatnot. Uh, and it's just such a delight. And I, I've never had more fun, uh, uh, let alone uh, uh, experienced uh, happiness or joy like I have when I uh, uh, picked up Doodle Jump for the first time. Um, and uh, you know. Some might say, Matthew, you're kind of miserable since then. Was it worth it? To which I say, um, is the doodle jump guy green? <laughs> I yield my time. Splendid. Wow, wow. Um, I mean, I, I hear your point. Um, but when you think about doodle jump, you're, you, you seem to be failing to acknowledge uh, the cold hard fact that, that Neopets exist. Um Neopets, uh, a children's toy, and also kind of a, a gateway to children's joy. Um, you know, when I was growing up, Neopets, uh, they they were the toy at McDonald's, and there were so, so many of them, um, because there's a bunch of different species of Neopet, and uh, there's also a bunch of different customizations. You can uh, you can paint them, is what you call it. Um, basically, you give them new skins, um, things like a, a starry paintbrush. Uh, it's gorgeous uh things like that uh christmas paintbrush for people i mean it's probably connected to my love of christmas to this day um i went to mcdonald's more that month than the rest of my life combined um neopets they're they're phenomenal and and then you know they reel you in they get you on their website um which uh has games that are better than doodle jump in the first place um and even just literally today uh Perhaps embarrassingly, I can say I still get get emails from Neopets. Um, they were discontinued for a little while. The website was trash because um, all of the games used Flash Player, which is no longer a thing. And so there were only like two games and they weren't the best games. Uh, and somehow they worked with some web designers. And literally today, they relaunched their website with all the old games. So now you can go back. It's nostalgic and new all at the same time. They're doing amazing things. And it's world building. Wow. It teaches you how to, you know, thrive in a real world and a fantasy world simultaneously. Wow. Let's let's open the floor. Well, okay, so you say Neopets is a better game than Doodle Jump, but like, what's the game? Well, you know. The game, I think any game where you don't have to pay attention is flawed. Uh, And that was one of your big pros for Doodle Jump. If you don't feed your Neopet, literally you get back on. I mean, they they never let it fully die like the Tamagotchi because I think that's actually pretty um, problematic and scarring to a child. Um, 
But Neopets, they still, uh, you have to feed your Neopet every day. And if you log in for the first time a week after logging in, um, it, it will have your Neopets hunger level and it'll say uh, famished or dying or something like that. And then you have to feed them a whole bunch of food, um, kind of to make up for uh, your negligence of the past few days. Um, so you do need to keep the plates spinning. Um, you need to stay on top of it and feed your Neopet, which I think is actually really beautiful. Um, and uh, and then there's all sorts of different games like Mirka Chase and uh, Hasty Bounce and Cast Basher. A lot of stuff that makes you maybe sound like you're using gibberish, but when you're with people like Tom Holland's friends, you actually reveal, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a language on itself. So it's a game so uh, so intense, so so stressful to a child that it needs to have sub games to make it more palatable. Is what I'm hearing. I don't know, man. The world's an intense place, and I think uh, people are going to experience intense things, whether you acknowledge it or not. Um, your neopet can get sick, and then you have to go on a quest to find the medicine for it. Um, and and you can do all sorts of different things. You can actually go to the medicine, or you can go to uh, the like fairy town and ask the fairies to heal you. Um, that's you know whatever you want to call it, whether that's prayer or meditation. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a it's a it's a gateway to society. Uh, you can go to all these different. You can you can gamble, um, which is you know honestly sinful. I'm, sinful. I'm pretty, yeah, it's sinful, and it's something I'm pretty against because I. I think uh, gambling is uh, generally bad um, in terms of just for a person. I don't really care about the, the sinful nature of it. Uh, no offense, but um, <gasps> but it is it is jarring to see someone think that they're going to like win a million dollars and then lose all of the thousand that they brought or whatever. Um, so it, it teaches you, it, but you, you're playing with neo points, so it's a, a safe place to fail. Um, it, it teaches you life's lessons in neopia. So that you don't have to learn them in America, because the so, streets can be mean. So you're promoting crypto, is is then what I'm hearing? You're not getting it at all. <laughs> no. I, I, and, and and speaking of uh, the crypto type, I heard Neopets. My first thought was, did she just say neo Nazi? And I had, to, I had to clean out my ears. I could swear you had said neo-Nazi. And then this is true. I did just Google Neopets Nazi, and the first, there was a result. It was Neopets Nazi Germany. That was the first actual result. So clearly other and people were thinking that, the same thing. I That doesn't make any sense at all. I'm, I'm logged in on my work computer, or I'd Google it too. Um, so <laughs> instead, I'm just going to have to defer to you and say, what did Neopets Neo-Nazi even yield? Um, I simply don't. I mean, the article must be saying how how dissimilar they are. <laughs> On the contrary, <laughs> it's, what I have right here is a is a Reddit post of a game within Neopets where the shapes created a swastika. So oh. an open and shut case. You know, William Shakespeare once said, "Even the devil can cite scripture for his source." Um, and that's what's going on here, I think. I mean, Neopets did not mean to make a swastika with some freaking symbol in their game. I don't think that's what... Neopets is, is uh, 
is not anti-Semitic. They do not support Jewish. Uh, oh, oh, what was that? <laughs> You've got me slipping. You've got me slipping here. Um, Check no. this. No, Neopets is anti-Nazi, and so am I. <laughs> and there are uh, people who, you know, make sure that you're not even using horribly offensive language in any message boards or anything like that. It's a, um, it's a, it's a really well um, organized police state. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll let that speak for itself. Um, I, I I'd also like to mention why why go through all this trouble, you know, for a, when you could enjoy a streamlines game that you just jump in, you're just jumping, and you know that's life. Just jumping, you jump up, you're on to the next thing. It never quite ends until eventually you shuffle off this mortal coil. Versus Neopets doesn't even have the gall to you know let a child uh, uh bear witness to the great beyond shuffle off this mortal coil a lot of shakespeare references so far i think um, this is a great episode it's a great episode <laughs> a literary episode um mm. you know i think that you're you're letting it on to be a much simpler game than it is because if i remember from my times playing doodle jump um all of a sudden it, it stops being about jumping and, and all of a sudden there's a little there's a little hat you can get that'll it's it's one of those spinny hats and it'll fly you up. Pretty and there's cool. little traps and there's monsters. Yeah, so I epic. think I feel like there's a lot of hopeful listeners who've been looking for something really simple to do who are gonna download Doodle Jump and if they stop the episode prior to this moment where I'm calling your ass out, <laughs> they're gonna be sorely mistaken they're going to be uh unpleasantly surprised to find that it's actually a pretty tumultuous uh layout on that game the thing about doodle jump is that it eases you into it you know you know what they say about boiling frogs um that that it's fun i think i forget the quote but the point is if you boil a frog <laughs> very slowly <laughs> It's almost You'll... as fun as playing Doodle Jump, but not quite. But also, it eases you into the gameplay. It starts simple, and then they start throwing the extra shit at you. They start throwing in the themes. So, in this metaphor, you're a frog being boiled to death? Yeah, and in most other metaphors. It's sort of how I like to live my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're, you're pretty lonely in that. Maybe even lonelier than Tom Holland's friend group. Uh, I... They're never lonely. They're the best of friends. Well, and if and if you find other people who don't mind being boiled alive, um, and who are fine with uh, just being swindled into having that happen, um, uh, you know, unbeknownst to them, um, then that's great. But honestly, that feels more more reflective of the uh, I don't know. I don't want to really get into the the Nazi of it all, but you brought it up. Um, <laughs> But that feels more um, r- regime-ish. Um. <laughs> Look, I just, uh, for the record, folks, I just enjoy a soak. I just enjoy a soak. Well, that's and- disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I I think with that, I'm, I'm ready to hear some closing statements from from each of y'all. Matt, do you wanna do you wanna start us off? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doodle jump is, you know, they call it the beautiful game, um, and it's. <laughs> It's because it's a beautiful game. 
it's simple, it's streamlined, it gets a little more complicated, but never gets really too difficult. You don't really need to be a gamer to play it, but it can be enjoyed by anyone of any skill level. Um, uh, the, the main little guy is iconic. He's the doodler, he's the jumper, he's the doodle jumper. Uh, and Neopets, uh, it doesn't really know what it wants to be. It's all over the place. You gotta like take care of a creature. Uh, which is like stressful and intense, but also doesn't let it die because that's too stressful and intense. So it's like kind of shielding the eyes of America's children, but uh, uh, you know, from from reality, but also like insisting that it's uh, uh, doing no such thing. Uh, and then it has the sub games, and it's and this whole sort of look. I, I hate to be uh, uh, bringing up the Nazis once more. I mean, it's uh, if you know me, you know I. I do, I'm not a fan of those Nazis, um, but I, I mean it's 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 safe to say that they have had a massive influence on Neopets um, in uh, uh, basically every way. And I mean, this is my closing statement. There's certainly no need to substantiate or you know kind of further relitigate this. It's just sort of understood by our listeners and uh, the fine people on the uh, on the uh, the sound waves. And with that, I uh, yield my time. All right, oh, just my... your... yeah, no, yeah. Well, I'm really not even gonna. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not gonna deign to even talk about uh, <laughs> uh, the last point that you've made. I wholly um, uh, refute Neopets' um, connection to any hate groups, past, present, or future. Um, and I'll just say that Neopets is—it's uh, a safe place to fail. It's a home. It's a home away from home. It's a home within the home. Um, it can uh, connect you. There, there's plushies for cuddling, uh, but then you know what? Sometimes they heal you, but you need to heal them uh, because they get sick. Uh, it's it's world building. It teaches you how to live a life, uh, a meaningful life. Uh, but it's inconsequential in that um, they're not gonna they're not gonna bar you forever from uh, you know I don't know thriving, succeeding, living optimally. Um, and, uh, and Doodle Jump, I mean, no one's ever called it the beautiful game. That's not what it's called. And, uh, <laughs> the main character on Doodle Jump isn't iconic because Matthew doesn't even know his name. Um, and that's the guy who's kind of become their spokesperson for the last few minutes. So, um, I think it's safe to say Neopets, while, while not the beautiful game, uh, is a beautiful game and it's the beautiful game that you make it. Wow. And I'll see you in Neopia. Beautiful. Uh, just for those wondering and, and listening, Doodle the Doodler is the main character in the game, Doodle Jump. Did I not call him a doodler? Uh, yeah, but you, you didn't refer to his name. But th- th- that's not why you lost, though. Not to spoil. Not <laughs> oh, fuck. Take that out. Uh, Jess did win this first debate. Uh, lo- a lot of good points. Uh, and And... Fortunately, Matt, we all know that uh, Doodle Jump is sort of a scourge uh, generation. <laughs> I think Doodle Jump was great for our generation. I think it, it taught us how to like stare into a phone for hours, which is sort of like our whole deal now. I think so, too. I, see a lot of, I, I do see a lot more people jumping uh, around the streets these days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the influence is massive. Not to mention Doodle Jump Core, my favorite emerging genre of music. <laughs> I mean, it's everywhere. It's only yeah. beat drops. 
That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, and speaking of being right, um, uh, it's right time that I pick two topics here from this generator. Uh, and they are as follows. Uh, Jack, you're going to be arguing in favor of a sandwich. Uh, and Jess, you're going to be arguing in favor of an award or an honor of some kind. All right. So, uh, you know, in the meantime, I'll say, <laughs> Doodler, if you're listening, listen, bud, I'm sorry that I, I sort of, or Doodle, the Doodler, I failed to remember your name, I guess, twice now. Uh, there's no animosity between us. I just, I was just fighting for you, man. And the least you could do is, uh, you know, show me what that uh, freaky little mouth do. Uh, in that same vein, I, I have a, a sandwich. Oh, great. Uh, if I may, I'm going to be debating in favor of the Krabby Patty. Uh, oh, shit. Maybe the, the goaded sandwich, dare I say? Uh, people have tried to replicate it in real life, and you know my detractors say, you can't debate in favor of a fictional sandwich. But the Krabby Patty is an idea of a sandwich that we have yet to, you know, sort of ascribe to, to, to get to reach. Sure, the little Krabby Patty candy gummy guys, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Krabby Patty. Uh, the sandwich to end all sandwiches and the, the the secret ingredient, the secret formula to me represents uh, what all all food truly really be striving for, which is uh, perfection and secrecy. And I, I before I yield, I would just like to say that uh, awards are purely pretty much all titular. They they're just for boosting egos the Krabby Patty has has been in the trenches, in the gauntlet, really filling the stomach of of the bikini bottom citizens and my imagination. So I'll, I'll yield with that. Wow, that's it. All right. Well, um, hate to hate to prove you wrong, but I'm going to be speaking in favor of the Razzie Awards. Um, the Razzie Awards are um, uh, kind of the uh, um, oh gosh, what the, the anti-hero to the Academy Awards, to the Oscars. Um, the Razzies, um, basically, uh, there are awards for things like worst actor, worst film, worst director, things like that. Basically, the worst of anything uh, in the in the previous year. And uh, they are not meant to boost egos. Um, they are, in fact, meant to uh, uh, deflect, deflate those egos. Um, and also, in a way, draw attention to those films that we love to hate. Because every year there are movies that, uh, you know, sometimes even make a lot of money. Um, but, uh, you know, are never going to get recognition at the Academy Awards. Um, uh, like, I think, you know, I'm sure one of the Transformers movie has received at least one Razzie. Uh, I can I can look that up, but I'm confident about it. Um, and ultimately, it's a thing that uh, you can scoff at if it if it does hurt you too much. Um, you can you can not even acknowledge it. I don't I don't think that they get all the stars to actually attend the awards. Um, but if you want to be an icon, have a fun ironic night, uh, you can still go to the award ceremony and participate, and it will actually absolutely make everyone's life um and then you get an award that year in a way that you had not predicted you would um so it's kind of um an award that you can um 
like, you know, kind of make it your own in terms of, uh, you know, acceptance and, and everything like that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Razzies are interesting. They've, I'm pretty sure they gave um, a Worst Actress Award to a child and then um, it gets some flack for that. And then they, they did decide to uh, rescind that award because it was uh, rude. And so for that reason, um, I think that the Razzies do still capture the human spirit. Um, I think something that you're taught, you know, um, in acting school um, and things like that is that you need to have a thick skin. And once you reach kind of meteoric fame, uh, you lose that sometimes because it's never in check. And, uh, and a Razzie is a fun way to just razz you um, and, uh, and keep that in check and remind you, hey, we're all human. And I think that's what it's all about at the end of the day. I think that my opponent is arguing in favor of the worst things uh, to beat out the Krabby Patty, one of the best things. And not only is it the awards for the worst stuff ever, they also, the organization also made fun of a child. Uh, and I'm arguing in favor of a, a mythical sandwich that only brings joy. Uh, and that, you know, the greatest cartoon character to ever live, Mr. Bob, chefs up on the regular. <laughs> Uh, but the Razzies are, I guess they're kind of cute. I guess they're kind of cute. I guess it's fine. Uh, but l let's face it. Anyone who is getting a Razzie uh, doesn't, they, they're they probably not at the Razzies. They're probably at the Oscars. They're probably trying to act like they uh, don't want the Razzies to exist. It's more of, uh, it's less about humility and being humble. And it's more about, making fun of people who are more successful and famous than those at the Razzies, where the Krabby Patty uh, is undisputed, and they're the only people trying to take it down. They know the only way to take it down is to harness its power, uh, find the formula, replicate, and reap the benefits of perfection. Sure. I mean, I'm not going to say the Krabby Patty isn't iconic, Um I used to enter a uh, gingerbread house making contest every year because my mom would win every year. And, um, and so I entered the children's division. And uh, one year I made Yankee Stadium. And, uh, and another year I made uh, the Krusty Krab. Um, and, and I won the children's division that year. I was featured in the local newspaper. Um, but that's what the Krabby Patty is and what the Krusty Krab is. It's... Um, it's a work of art. It's uh, it's a fictional thing because realistically, where can you get it? Where what's the real impact of a Krabby Patty? Um, I mean, I I'm a bit of a theme park head. I've been to Universal Studios, SpongeBob's kind of um, domicile, and I've even I've even been on the SpongeBob ride at Universal Studios, and so it. It kind of is curious to me that there's not even a SpongeBob SquarePants themed restaurant or even a Krusty Krab outside of the ride where you could enjoy a Krabby Patty. I mean, I would have, and, and, and Lord knows I would have had one if I could have. Um, so the question becomes like, was it a lie all along? Why? Did they get us so excited about a sandwich we'd never get to enjoy? Um, I'm I'm actually so glad that you you bring up this point because 
it's it's simply too good uh that if we were to try to recreate it and and sell it uh everything would just pale in comparison it's it's an idea there's only the idea of the crappy patty uh and as we're something you know at these like say butterbeer of the harry potter franchise or the blue milk of the star wars franchise that you can enjoy at the park as well uh i'm sure they're fine but are they anything similar to what the characters are enjoying in those respected ips no no not not at all no and rather than just try to make a quick buck by creating a pale comparison so little jess can go get a a a fake krabby patty i'd rather hold the idea above above money uh leave it in in our minds Sort of like, uh, I, I must imagine that the Razzies should sort of just exist outside of the material world as well. We all just sit around with Tom Holland's friends and talk shit about the latest flicks, the latest uh, drops and bombs and and, and all these, uh, uh, you know, movies that have come out recently that we want to make fun of. We don't need an award ceremony for that. Let's just take the piss of Tom's friends and throw on some SpongeBob and think about the Krabby Patty. Sure, sure. Well, I I googled it while you were while you were yapping, and they actually tried to make a Krusty Krab themed restaurant um, in Florida. And this article is from 2014, and that's the first hit from when I googled. And so I, I have to imagine the restaurant didn't end up opening, or it closed pretty shortly after opening. And if that's the case, I think it's that they did capture the magic of the Krabby Patty and it actually just wasn't there. Uh, I think that's the only reasonable explanation. Um, no one's, no one's banging down the doors to reopen. No one, no one's clamoring for it in the way that you might expect. And, and, you know, you mentioned that it's better as a dream. I can't eat a dream. (laughs) And when we're talking sandwiches, I mean, you had, you had paninis, you had, Footlong subs from Subway. You had a lot of really great choices to choose from, and you and you chose something that no one's had or is ever going to have. And um, and I think that's pretty disgusting. I think that's pretty sick, Jack. Um, I'll tell you what's sick: googling Krabby Patties on your your work computer. That should not be that 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 should be a disqualification from. Your well, I'll probably work. get I'll probably get fired tomorrow, but it was worth it. And you'll still lose this debate. And you'll still lose this debate. No, I don't know. (laughs) The Razzies, look, they, um, again, more Googling, um, but I found out that they, the Razzies founder is a person named John Wilson. um, And I don't know if that's the same person from How To with John Wilson. If it is, that's wild. I'm going to be doing some further investigating. Um, But they, they made amends when they, um, when they gave a Razzie to um, a 12 year, they nominated a 12 year old actress, Ryan Kiera, um, for her performance in Firestarter, uh, the remake of a Stephen King novel uh, movie. Um, and and someone said that it was mean spirited. So they said, all right, moving forward, the joke awards uh, are only for um, people over 18. And I think that's really sweet that they, they took that to heart, they learned from it. Um, I mean, Lord knows, Oscar's so white, that's still happening. When an award show isn't uh, hearing the critiques and learning from them and growing from them, what kind of award show is it really? And the Razzies said, all right, 
we hear you. That was mean, and we're gonna do better. The Razzie said. The Razzie said, "Let's make fun of a kid until we're told to stop, uh, until anyone notices." <laughs> and uh, look, these award shows—they're all—it's all mean spirited. Oscar's so white, Razzie's so mean, uh, Krabby Patty's so yummy, and yeah, I know you can't eat the idea, but uh, I, once I have eaten the Krabby Patty, say say it does appear imaginary, then I will have eaten it. The anticipation is over. The idea of the Krabby Patty no longer exists, and, and I just won't be excited, and I'll have no more uh, sleepless nights uh, dreaming and uh, awake about the patty. Wow. And that's what it's all about. It's all about the buildup? Yes. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty wild. I um, I don't know. I've had some pretty good sandwiches in my in my life. Um. And, and I, I feel like it may just be a personal issue if uh, if you're unable to return to um, society after uh, one one sandwich, no matter how good. I've had some, I, I mean, not to brag, but I've had some extremely good sandwiches. Um, and, and they're great and I enjoy them, but then I get back to, to what's next. Um, and so I think that's what would have to happen if you had a Krabby Patty. Um, I mean, do you even know? Do, do, I mean, we find out at some point in in SpongeBob lore how to make a Krabby Patty. No, no, that's a that's a well kept secret. I think, I think we find out at some point. I haven't been following in in recent years, and uh, I I would Google it, but I I don't want to be fired. Uh, I would hate for you know my boss to think I'm engaging in corporate espionage. Uh, looking up other sandwich recipes but i i i think it's it's, it's less about you know it, it's sort of the question like did we walk on the moon did we not walk on the moon it doesn't really matter uh what matters is that the krabby patty is the most bussin sandwich uh to ever be conceived uh in real life or you know in in a fictional cartoon as we're you know the, the razzies they keep happening every year uh and lame uh you know, people get excited about it, I'm sure. Uh, but they come and go like all the award shows. Just an excuse to waste more resources, get dressed up, go to some center, sit there, you know, uh, where the shit entertainment's so important. What's important are cartoon sandwiches uh, and well-kept secrets. And the Krabby Patty is sort of the the, the zenith, the, 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 the apex of both. Mm -hmm. wow well i i i think with that let's uh let's hear some closing statements on uh on this well i'm gonna say first um the star of how to with john wilson uh is john wilson is not the person who uh founded the razzie awards it's actually this old man he's 69 years old and i have to nice. i have to yeah pretty sick um 69 um and i have to resign partially to the to the fact that a 70 year old man running a, an award show for um i don't know being mean to people and making fun of them that's 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 pretty lame to be honest um so i'm gonna go ahead and yield that to you jack um i honestly find seeing the picture of the person who founded this award show really made me 
lose a lot of steam um, and, and almost not even want to fight for this award anymore. Um, however, uh, the Krabby Patty, uh, I looked up the secret formula just to see if it was on the internet. And I found two, two different things. One thing saying throughout the series, Mr. Krabs, arch nemesis plankton is constantly trying to figure out what the secret ingredient is. We know that over the years, we've learned some of the secret ingredients. It said learnt, not learned. So that's why I said it that way. Um, flour, barnacles, shavings, salt, turmeric, chum, and of course, the most important ingredient of all is love. Um, so that sounds honestly not that good to me. Um, but this other thing that I found is I feel probably not canon. Um, I feel like it's most likely just a fan theory. It says, Mr. Krabs is using Pearl's dead mother's carcass to make Krabby Patties. <laughs> so there you have it. That is the secret thing. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if you... If you support, I don't know, matricide or what's the, that's, that's when you kill your mom. So maybe if Pearl's involved, that would be what it is. I don't know what the, um, what the word is for um, when you kill just your spouse, I guess just murder. Um, if you wife, wife aside. That, what's it? Wife aside. Yeah. Yeah. Wife aside. I still think that um, <laughs> the Razzie Awards are better than a Krabby Patty because they actually exist. And whether that's, shitty or not uh you know they do exist and um and i think existing is is pretty paramount here and by paramount i don't mean the parent company of nickelodeon <laughs> wow fair fair uh you know i i'm gonna kind of just go out and say that i disagree with the idea that because something exists it's better than something that doesn't exist scrap throat exists uh and uh unicorns uh do not exist but i would much prefer a unicorn than strep throat so uh slam dunk but you know just to sort of round out this, this closing statement uh these the yeah the razzies mean old guy john wilson not the cool john wilson just an old copywriter who's in his 70s who likes to make fun of kids that's your thing cool that's dope uh, but I feel like Tom Han and the homies and I would rather just bull out, uh, th think about Krabby Patties. And, and, and look, there's all these allegations of Bay aside or Boo aside, all that aside. We know there's no, there's not nothing gross in the patties. The, the, the fans love them in the show. The patrons of the Crested Crab, it's always hyped up. It's known as the best. And I bet if we could someday have the technology to replicate it in real life, I bet they'd be delicious. And I bet every attempt until that technology is available is going to be as big a fail as that 12 year old's performance. And I yield. Wow. Whew. Wow. Uh, that was a rather fevered uh, debate and, and full of fervor. Um, and we didn't even mention Nazis once. Well, you mentioned it. Um, oh. So considering that it's been mentioned, this is now a complete debate, uh, which means it gets a special gold star in the archives. Um, and uh, uh, that means that uh, I am going to give this one to Jack. Yeah. This wow. just this this one, Jack. Jess, you put up a, gr a great fight, but Jack, you had the sauce. You had that dog in you. 
He really did. He 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 put his whole crabussy in that one. I I did it. I put my entire crabadosi into that debate. Put his, he put his whole crabby pussy into that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, exhilarating. Um, Jess, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I really wish I could have a Krabby Patty right now. It sounds insanely good. Me too. I is pretty fucked up. Uh, on, I'm so hungry, and Jack's been taunting me. Uh, you know, you, you folks at home can't see it, but Jack's been sort of uh, like taking frozen burgers outside of, I can only assume he has a, a freezer or something under his bed, and he's sort of been taunting them uh, at me through zoom which i i don't appreciate because i'm starved yeah i like to wave them around uh jess this this episode is going to be coming out on uh, august 25th uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug can you let people know where to find you yeah you know what since it's august 25th i have a show uh in five days um uh if you've ever seen the uh british comedy show La- uh taskmasters I am on, um, it's like a challenge show. I don't know. I've never actually seen it. And I'm on a show that is in no way related to it because I think they'd get sued uh, or risk being sued if they acknowledged it. But I mean, they literally called it Laugh Masters. So, I mean, they don't have a leg to stand on. It's a parody of that show. Um, (laughs) And it's a caveat. uh, And and we've we've pre-recorded some of the challenges and we're going to be doing one more challenge live and reviewing all of our crazy challenge stuff um at the theater on august 30th which will be really fun and uh and yeah i do my solo show less of a man uh, around town don't have any dates but uh but but keep keep an eye out check me out on instagram at jess j-e-s-s underscore elgene e-l-g-e-n-e and i'll post about it there and uh, I'd like to plug, uh, you know what? Let me let me plug a tried and true classic, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom oh. Menace. So good! It's the best and movie ever made. I want to plug the the blue milk that you can mm. get at uh, at Disney World. Um, it's really good. I I don't know if it's exactly the same as what they taste. Jack made a great point. And also it's like, is our DNA even really the same? Like, do their taste buds work identically to ours, you know? Um, right. So, I mean, can will we, will we ever really be able to experience things the way that SpongeBob and Anakin experienced them? Maybe not, but, but they got pretty damn close because that blue milk is good. Well, Jack sort of can. I, I mean, it's he, he was sort of, you know, Jack wasn't born as much as he was sort of a midichlorian baby like Anakin. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll be the judge of this this blue milk uh, when we go to Disney, and I would actually just like to say this: I'm to plug uh, my new GoFundMe, send Jack to Disney. Uh, I need to try this blue milk, folks. Uh, let's get me there. All righty, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.